0: You are listening to The Human Physical Therapist with Russell Leonard. Get ready to be inspired by the stories of amazing humans. Hello, humans, and welcome back. Last week, when I was talking to Angelica, I briefly mentioned the three keys to building deep, meaningful relationships, the fundamental building blocks for deep human connection, Since then, I've really been thinking deeply on how I've used them, how I've begun to use them with my patients and in my own life. I thought this might be beneficial to you, so I wanted to share it and share my ideas and and how I've implemented them in my own life. I want to tell you that I'm no expert with any of these. I've only just begun. I've only been thinking about them for, I don't know, a month or so now. I mean, really thinking about them. And in order to do that, in order to share these with you, I want to tell you how I've been able to do it in my clinical work life. Because implementing these new strategies is much easier to do with strangers, people who don't know you, who don't know what to expect from you, who have none of their preconceived notions about you. Implementing these things with family and with friends is much more complex. And that's honestly something I haven't quite grasped yet. But it's something that I'm working towards. And I know practicing with strangers in my work life will bring these same benefits in my own personal life as well. Now, if you've listened to my story, you know I was never good at making connections, never really outgoing, never really put myself out there except in some situations where I was really passionate about a specific topic or felt I had a lot of knowledge on a specific area. That's why meeting people for the first time has always been difficult for me. And this didn't change with PT school or going into the profession. One of the things that gives me the most anxiety is initial evaluations. The first visit with a patient. Now, those of you who are not familiar with physical therapy, an initial evaluation is that first visit when the patient comes in the first time, your client, and you bring them back into the room, you evaluate them, you talk to them, you figure out what's going on, and you kind of create a plan. In school, and when I was first starting working, I kind of thought of it as a checklist. And that was kind of the way it was taught. You talk to the patient, you figure out what's going on as quickly as possible so that you can go and you take objective measures, which insurance companies want, so you can get reimbursed. Then you get a treatment in, so you can bill for your time, and that's what the company wants. I thought, you check each box, and you're good. Having these little check boxes helped me in my mind, because it helped me get past my anxiety with meeting new people. It simplified things, but it simplified them too much. That was when I looked at it the other way. My patients are also anxious, probably more anxious than I am. They're coming in in pain with dysfunction. Their body's not working right, and everything they've tried so far has not worked. They're more scared than I am. When I started looking at it that way, I realized I don't need to be afraid. I need to trust in my knowledge and my experiences because I know that through education, through talking to them, I can help them out. I can get them better. I have to know that without me, without my assistance in helping them to change the what they believe, what they think, what they do, they're not going to get better. They're going to go back home, and they're going to continue to struggle with the same issue. Have you ever had a conversation with someone where at the end of it, you thought, yeah, we're on the same page? I understand them and they really understand me. Or do you feel like you made a deeper connection and then a week or so later you find out it really wasn't the same from their point of view. They didn't feel that same way. They didn't have that same connection. Well, that's what was happening to me with those initial evaluations when I was just checking those three boxes. I'd feel really good about taking care of this person about understanding what we were going to do what it was going to look like the next visit and they wouldn't show up this happened multiple times and i thought to myself what is it that i'm doing or not doing that's causing this to happen and it came to me i'm not building that trust that connection they don't trust me enough to allow me to help them now i know that if i do not help them if i they do not trust me enough for me to help them, then I will never change the way they think or behave in order to take care of whatever issue or ailment is bothering them. And they will continue to struggle with it. I needed to do something different to make that connection, to make those interactions more beneficial for both. Out it to those people, to my patients, because I have the knowledge, but I need to get that trust and connection before I can give it to them before we can make that change in their life to overcome whatever struggle or ailment is bothering them. And that brings us to the first of the building blocks, the fundamentals for deep human connection, and that's listening. But it's not just listening, it's so much more than that. It's true interactive listening, making the other person feel heard and understood. This is something that I always considered myself to be good at. Always a pretty quiet kid. And I always was good at listening, or so I thought. I would hear what people said, and I'd respond. And I always listened more than I talked, which is only the beginning of really hearing someone. The first part is just listening and hearing what they say. The next part is understanding what they mean when they say those things, which honestly is the most difficult part. But you've got these fantastic things called questions which get you there. If you listen to ask questions to listen more, you can get deeper in that connection. You can learn more about that person. You can make them think. When you ask deeper pointed questions, you force thought. Now, this is something that I've begun to do with all of my patients. That first day, they come in. Yes, that check box is still; in, those check boxes are still in the back of my mind, hitting those three areas, but I'm not so concerned with them. My first concern is making that connection with my patient, with that person that's sitting in front of me. That's the most important part. I listen to what they tell me, and then I dive deeper into it. I ask them, of course, what they can and cannot do and, and the basics of an initial eval. And then I ask them how it affects their life in all different ways, which, again, is pretty standard. And then I ask them about their goals and what they want out of the experience of that is physical therapy. Most of the time, they answer with a general basic level goal. They want to be free of pain so they can not have to worry about it, so they don't hurt. Well, then I ask them, tell me more. Why do you want to be free of pain? If it was just so they wouldn't be, feel hurt, they would take pain medication, and that would be that quick fix. In my experience, there's always something deeper, always something more. A lot of times, your patients don't even understand what it is yet. So I ask the question, and I let them think. I give them between five and ten seconds. Sometimes it becomes of that long, awkward pause. But I continue to wait and let them think. And if they still do not have an answer, what I do is I I tell them the reason why I ask that question. And the reason I ask that question is to find their true motivation for overcoming this obstacle, this pain, this ache, this ailment. If you can truly figure out what it is that brought them to you, What's truly happening in their life is that they want to avoid that surgery. Is it they're afraid that they're not going to be able to move, that they're going to become like their parents or grandparents or someone stuck in a wheelchair? Are they afraid of losing that mobility, that ability to take care of themselves? When you dig deep enough, there are only emotions that motivate us. If you figure out what that emotion is, They'll truly feel heard. It's that interaction between the two of you where you continue to ask those questions to get deeper, to find where that emotion lies. And it's not always on the surface. Sometimes it's a layer down. Sometimes it's two layers down. Sometimes you get through a list of goals and you still haven't quite found that emotion, where that's all coming from. If you persevere and truly look to understand and hear your patient, no matter how long it takes, you will walk out of that evaluation room and they'll come back the next time. I'm no longer as concerned with collecting as much objective data as possible from my patients in terms of checking strengths and range of motion and special testing. I'm not so concerned with providing treatment on the first session because I know that if I connect with my patient, with the human that sits in front of me in that room, that they will come back the next session and we can finish the objective measures then. We can do the treatment then. We will get them the help they need then. That's why it's a building block. You have to hear them to get their trust. No matter how long it takes to get there, so you can truly help to change their life and overcome those obstacles. Since I started thinking about truly listening and hearing my patients, I've changed the way that I do initial evaluations, that I interact with my patients on a daily basis. I'm not saying I'm the best at it. There are times where my patients still don't come the second session in spite of my best efforts to really truly connect with them. And some of these times I think to myself, dang, I could have done better. That's the drive that pushes me forward to continue to try and grow because I'm not not there now. I know I'll never be the expert, but I strive to be better tomorrow and next week so that I can help one more person to overcome what they're currently struggling with. Thank you for listening to The Human Physical Therapist with Russell Leonard. Take action, own your story, and connect with others.